0: Welcome to the Journey to Eden podcast. I'm Jola Shutubo. Each week, we'll be sharing personal stories or inspiring interviews to help guide you on the journey to your best life. Hello. Welcome to the Journey to Eden podcast with me, Jola Shutubo. It's been a while. I apologize. I definitely need to work on my consistency. I'm so sorry about that. I will commit you know, to being consistent with the podcast, I'm so sorry for my long absence. Today, I will be talking about a topic that is quite popular. Um, even though a lot of people don't talk about it, and that is how to heal after a breakup. You know, when you go through a breakup, sometimes it feels like the world has ended. Depending on you know how invested you were in the relationship, how much time you spent in the relationship. It just feels like a death sentence sometimes and you can just wonder like what am i going to do where am i going to start from how am i going to do this and so i mean i wrote a book called love letter to my ex and if you've read it or if you've heard about it it shows that i have quite a bit of experience in you know ending relationships and everything that happens afterwards so i'm just here to share you know the little bit of experience that i've gathered I have to warn you though before I start that nobody can really tailor your healing process. Everybody's healing process is unique. It is, you know, it it is specially tailored to your life. Like it's an individual journey and it won't happen for you exactly as it happened for me. You know, it might be easier for you, it might be more difficult for you. I can only talk about how I went through it and what I've been through and things that I know have worked based on my experience and the experience of some people that I know. But still, you know... It won't happen exactly like this for you, but these tips will help you. So um, I'm going to go straight to number one, and that is allow yourself to feel the pain. A lot of time when our relationships end, we want to pretend like it was never anything, like it never meant anything to you. You want to pretend like, yeah, whatever, it was just another relationship, you know. You think that telling yourself that the person didn't mean anything to you or that the relationship didn't mean anything to you will make it easier to deal with. You think that if you don't allow yourself to be disappointed that you know you can get away with feeling no pain. Well, I'd like to tell you that that is a bad idea and it won't work because I've tried it. I think it's it's very, you know, strange that we do this and I think it's just doing it a few times and seeing that it doesn't work that has made me realize that. When you go through pain, when you go through the loss of something that's important to you, either that is a relationship or a job, it's okay to feel the pain. In fact, it's healthy to allow yourself to feel that pain. It's a normal and natural grieving process. And if you don't go through the grieving process, what you're just doing is storing away that pain for future purposes. It's going to pile up. It's going to end up becoming a mindset or, you know, a belief system of some kind. It's going to crystallize to something else. So, but when you allow yourself to feel the pain, to just sit there and deal with it, to allow yourself to accept reality, this person was important to me, this person was maybe the center of my world, this person, you know, gave me reason to be happy to wake up every morning and now they're gone. And allow yourself to feel that pain, just really feel the pain, let it sink. It's when you allow yourself to feel pain that you can heal from pain, you cannot allow yourself, because if you deny that you, 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 you are in pain, then how are you supposed to heal from it? So the first step to any healing is to accept the pain that you're in accept that this was a valuable thing to you and you've lost it and allow yourself to just accept that you know that is the good starting point and then from there you have to find a community to share with um a good thing that has helped and i've seen you know i've been on the other side of helping people deal with pain and i've also had been the one in pain And having people that you can share with honestly. You know, you don't want to be around people who tell you, yeah, but he was no good anyway. He meant nothing to you. He wasn't that important, yada, yada. You don't want to be with people like that. You want people who appreciate the situation you're in. And even if you come to them two months after the breakup and you're still crying, they're not going to judge you. They're not going to say, please get over it. They're not going to say, oh, there's more fish in the sea. People who understand that relationship and can, you know, help you deal with the pain. Eventually, of course, they're going to have to give you advice if they see that you are, you know, starting to fall into destructive patterns or something that is not helping. But they will listen to you and there'll be a shoulder to cry on and there'll be people that you can trust with any information even if say you're a christian and you shouldn't have been having sex with the guy and you were having sex with the guy you want to have a community that you can tell the truth holy you know i had friends that i could tell everything and i still have friends that i can tell everything no matter what i've done No matter how bad it is, I know that I can go to them and give them the truth, and they will not judge me, no matter how bad it is. Of course, they would help me to create a structure to ensure that I don't fall back into destructive patterns, but they will not judge me. So you need to find a community, people that you trust, people that will not use your story for gist. You need to find a community like that, and you need to share your story with that community. That's what you need to do next, because we all need people to help us deal with pain. Nobody should have to deal with pain all by themselves. And then, after you're done with that, I want you to write down everything that you did wrong in the relationship. Yes, I mean, it's very easy to say, oh, it was all him or it was all her. But to be honest, every single person in the relationship, we all contribute to the fall of that relationship. Even if all you did was give away your power, was allow them to tell you what to do, allow them to make you do things you didn't want to do, you know, and things that were not a healthy compromise. So take time to really think about, you know, and you don't have to do this immediately. Of course, it's going to take time. And just write down your regrets about the relationship, your mistakes, everything that you think went wrong with the relationship. And just promise yourself that you'll do better next time. Look, life is full of mistakes and failures. You can't avoid it. In fact, trying to avoid failure is failure in itself. Trying to avoid a mistake, you're already making a mistake. We can't... If you If you make yourself so... Conscious that you're pr- protecting yourself from mistakes and failures, you will not live life. You will not, you will not live, you'll be too guarded, you will not be vulnerable. And being vulnerable is what opens us up to life's best gifts. So, yes, we will have regrets and we'll have mistakes. The difference between people who end up better and those who end up better are that the ones who end up better take time and look at those mistakes and promise themselves that they will do better next time. They won't make those mistakes again. So, look at the relationship what went wrong? Where did it go wrong? I mean, even the ones that were going well at some point, there's always a sign that things, you know, are going south. Most of the time, there's a sign. Just tell yourself, what are you going to do better? And I don't mean saying, oh, I'll never love anybody. I'll never trust anybody again. That's not healthy. I mean, making a healthy resolution that, okay, I am going to do this better next time in my next relationship. Then the next thing you want to do is forgive yourself. Look, I've been, you know, I've been, like I said, I've been on the receiving end of breakups a bunch of times. And I know that the hardest person to forgive is yourself because you start thinking, oh my God, I knew he was this. I saw him talking to that girl or I heard him talking to his mother or I saw the way he was behaving because most of the time you see signs that this person is already walking out of the relationship, but we don't try to act on it on time. We want to be in denial. We want to pretend that everything is okay. So the first person you need to forgive and the most important person you need to forgive is yourself. Like really just sit and say, yes, July, you messed up you messed up big time. You should have never let this guy hit you. You should have never stayed after he hit you. You should have never let him make you, you know, do something you didn't want to do. But you are human and you will make mistakes and it's okay. And we're going to move forward from this. and we're going to do better. So you need to forgive yourself. Definitely forgive yourself. And finally, you need to give it time. Look, there are breakups that I went through that. It took me a while to heal from because it depends on so many things, and depends on how long it has taken. It depends on whether the person keeps going and coming back, and because you are so in love with them, you are hoping that, you are hoping that it will work out. You know, it depends on so many things. So, like that's why I said that's why I said in the beginning that I cannot tell you how your healing process should be because it's, it depends on each individual. For some people, as quickly as three months, they're all good and ready to go. For some people, it takes two years to get over you know, relationships, whatever it is, give yourself time, don't try to judge yourself by another person's healing process, don't try to get in a rebound relationship, I know that eventually, I mean, very few people are fully healed before they get into the next relationship, but just make sure that you're on the process, you know, to healing, because sometimes we need people to show us a better way to love, so you might not be all the way there, you know, there might still be some signs here and there, but the thing is, just make sure that you're on the journey to healing before you try to fall in love, with somebody else, and no matter how bad you're hurting, I can assure you that it gets better, I've been, I've been in a place where, after somebody broke up with me, I just wanted to die, like, I really, really wanted to die, and I didn't, I'm here, I'm stronger, I'm better, you know, and there's better love waiting for you, no matter how good the person you were with was, there's always better ahead, I wish you the very best, I wish you the best of life, the best of love, take care of yourself, see you next time, bye.